last time on Incredible Critics. I'm just sad that you don't have big Thanksgiving fans or any real actual yeah, they need celebration of Thanksgiving. I totally agree with what you're saying. I wish there was like, I don't know, like a giant parade or something that they did. Like <laughs> the biggest city in the country. Um, and oh yeah, there's one parade on on the There's day a lot of, of parades. I mean, yeah, there's there's actually, oh wait, maybe they'll do one in Philly too. Oh wait, yeah, that's a good idea. There's that Philly DC. one. Ugh. Um, sure but who tunes off. in to watch anything other than the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade, though? Yeah, I guess you're right. They probably have zero viewership, uh, so that's why they keep doing it year after year. Why do no they keep doing no the Philadelphia one? From that watching. same point of logic, Frankie, we we do this over and over again with very little viewership. This just costs Ben's time. We are the Incredible Critics. Incredible, not because we're great, but because our credibility should seriously be questioned. I am Ben Franco. This week, we are talking about the Gone Too Soon, Stan Lee, and House of Cards Season 6. Joining me, as always, Tim Gruber. And Frankie Fusco. It is a great day, Ben. It is a fantastic day, minus the Stan Lee passing. That is horrible. It, it was put a damper on my day. And then I came here to record, and I remembered a few things, and it has turned my whole day around. My frown has literally been turned upside down. I don't know what, uh, what, what did you remember? <laughs> what, what did you remember, I remember specifically? Today, um, the fourth person of our podcast some would say the training wheel that we don't need um <laughs> is not here he has some kind of meeting with his i don't know toys i don't know who he's meeting with then uh just the three of us stay the original three amigos the original thruple the tricycle whatever you want to call it thruple is the official term yeah so uh it's gonna be a good episode i'm excited about it i'm excited that's hilarious uh we need to figure out a format for next week i'll, I'll promo it here next week we're going to be talking about black friday deals Ooh. um yeah so we can get out in enough time that you can listen to it before the thanksgiving festivities so uh we're thinking through some things for that uh and for next week but i'm buying this thanksgiving what I'm doing some big buying big gifts big I, weekends i think for me yeah, I'm I'm looking at some stuff too, so we'll we'll figure out a good format for that. But I'm really looking forward to the Thanksgiving. I'm not gonna lie. That's why I figured I'd bring in that clip from last week. You know, that works. I'm excited for Thanksgiving. I'm actually getting three this year, which fantastic. Is, um, great. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. We do one at my mom's house the week before actual Thanksgiving at a friend's house, and then the following week, a Thanksgiving at um, my wife's mom's house. So. Now, do all of them have the traditional turkey? Because I feel like one of them should at least have something else. If I had my way, yes, one of them would have something different. <laughs> no, they're all going to have <laughs> pretty okay. much anything. Yeah. <clears throat> Though my mother-in-law's is uh, in Georgia, so there's a lot more southern stuff down there. That's not. Oh, good. that's cool. Yeah. That's good, at least. Uh, well, let's go ahead and uh, kick into it. I don't really have anything to, to transition this, but uh, today... Uh, when we're recording this, so yesterday, by the time anybody actually hears it, the great Stan Lee passed away at the age of, was it 95 or 92? I can't remember. 95. I think it's 95. Fine. Okay. 
Um, I mean, you know, all jokes, all, all superhero jokes aside, I mean, the guy made so many. It literally, Marvel as it exists today could never have happened without Stanley. Um, and then for those of you that don't know, he makes a cameo in all of the Marvel movies. Um, normally very brief and it, he just looks like some old guy that you wouldn't <laughs> paying attention to otherwise some old, uh, uh, extra, um, but he makes a, a cameo in everyone. And I think he has cameos in the next six or six seven, like they pre-recorded it. Yeah. Um, because he's that influential. He came up with all of the superheroes pretty much in the Marvel franchise. You guys can probably clarify which one specifically, but pretty much all the Marvel superheroes, yeah. you know, now <clears throat> came from his brain. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Um, yeah, he, I mean, if, if they didn't come from his brain, he had a hand in, in most all of them. <laughs> right. He did take uh, a few liberties with some already existing comics that did were he? in the DC universe. Yeah. That came a little bit before. There's uh, yeah, there's a few back and forths with DC and Marvel uh, like that, but rivalry. I think it was uh yeah. <clears throat> I mean, even DC put out a statement today um, about the impact of Stanley's life on the comics industry, and um, it's pretty wild. I mean, I, m- me not being a super comic book nerd. Stanley and Frank Miller are like, those are the two. Yeah, right. You know, and so that's, you know, one and Stanley, you know, hands down more significant than Frank Miller from, from my perspective. So right. I'm not sure if you told Frank Miller that he'd say I'm nowhere near Stanley, even though we'll right. from up there, but he, yeah, I mean, the guy was a, just a, a giant force of nature, uh, you know, huge thing. It's is that who's banging there? Uh, it's my mic. My bad. Oh, okay. I thought it was because normally I'm the one making mistakes. Might have been the guinea pig. We could have been the guinea pig. We could have been the guinea pig. But is it? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, Stanley was just crazy. You think about all the things he created, um, everything that's that's come from it, all the comic book artists and comic book writers that have, you know, written spinoffs and new series and new versions of all of his comics for the last 80 years. Like that's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. I don't know. I'm trying to find a list of like the actual superheroes that he came up with. You keep doing that. Meanwhile. Yeah. And even like, even in the last, you know, 20 years, he's been doing his own thing and making even more, uh, comics and stuff on his own um outside of you know outside of marvel just doing his own thing and doing right. doing comics appearances one of my buddies was at his like final appearance uh because he had to cut going to conventions and uh, one of my buddies got to meet him finally at like his final one of his final appearances and um so that, that was pretty cool he's he's definitely a guy i wish i i would have been able to meet um, just cause he's a legend, but, uh, you know, it, it got me thinking when we were talking about this before, just about all his ridiculous cameos. <laughs> and so I had said to the guys about, Hey, let's, uh, let's name some of our fave cameos. Uh, cause like Ben said, he's in 
every every Marvel movie. He's probably in a few DC movies. Who knows? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he in, he's in a lot of stuff. Uh, Frankie, what did you say he was in? Like Mall Rats. Yeah, he was in Mall yeah. Rats, which you know Kevin Smith was a, a huge fan right. of Stanley, and they became pretty close friends. Um, so he's in a bunch. He makes cameo in a few of uh, <clears throat> Kevin Smith's movies, but Mall Rats in particular because they it's all about like you know a comic book store in the mall that two of the characters go to all the time. So he gets into a, a I think a discussion with one of the guys about one of the comic books or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he made he made a cameo. I believe he made a cameo on The Simpsons as well, where he's he's trying to Hulk out, and the comic <laughs> book store guy is like, "You're never gonna do it." Um, but man, so so funny. Uh, I mean, I from the most recent movies, I I like. I mean, all of his cameos are are hilarious, and I mean, I guess that you could. There's an argument to say you that they bring you a little bit out of the movie, but. Uh, I don't know. When, when in in uh in Black Panther, when uh T'Challa's at the he's at this like underground casino or whatever, trying to see who's buying the vibranium, and he's playing what is he playing roulette or craps? Something or like something? that. I think it might have been craps. Yeah, craps. And and so like at one point he has to walk away from the table. And so Stan Lee is standing is ends up, he's the guy right next to him. And he's like, well, I'll just take all this money here and keep it safe. <laughs> um, so I, think, I mean, listen, I, one of my favorite parts, especially when the movies came out, uh, when Marvel movies started coming out and becoming big was always finding Stan Lee in the, in the movie, you know, whether he's the bus operator or the FedEx right. guy or, you know, the, and everything i mean he was even making um cameos in the spider-man cartoon yeah <laughs> in the spider-man cartoon where spider-man comes in on him one of my favorites is actually the one of his newest ones in the uh ant-man and wasp he uh the wasp is chasing down some bad guy and they're shooting things and everything's getting shrunk and he he's walking up to his uh really nice car i think it's like a bentley or something and uh the car shrinks in front of him and he just goes the sixties were a lot of fun, but I'm paying for them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was certainly able to make fun of himself and he didn't yeah. take himself too seriously. And so that he was just a likable guy as far as you could tell. I mean, I think the one that like the only one that I vividly remember is from Spider-Man two, where he is, uh, he, I think he's just credited as like, guy that dodges boulder or something like that <laughs> um he's just like on the street dodging yeah pieces of buildings or something uh it, yeah and i don't i don't even know if he has any lines i think it's just like i think yeah. i always that one always stuck out to me because it was one of his more subtle ones yeah that's um, like a blink if blink and you'll miss it kind of right not yeah. taking you out of the experience type one not that i don't think any of them really take you out of the experience it's like a fun yeah. easter egg that you're always looking for yeah, and uh, like two of the other ones that are really, really quick that I had mentioned before we started recording is the first two Iron Man movies. They, those are like blink and you'll miss it because it's literally like a camera shot panning past him and then away. And that's um, in the first Iron Man, Tony Stark is doing his thing, I think in Vegas, and he walks by Stan Lee with some ladies on his arms and they got him dressed up in like a robe like Hugh Hefner or something. He's like, hey, Hef. And they just keep walking, and that's it. 
That's and awesome. then yeah, and then in Iron Man two, he's dressed up like Larry King, and I I don't know if he calls him Larry King, and he says something about getting an interview, but uh, it's another one of those. It's like point of view. It's real quick and it's gone. Uh, yeah, those are just so funny to me. I mean. So the, while all of these certainly aren't like uh, major characters, he has 362 uh, Wikipedia pages dedicated to his characters. No. 362 pages. It's crazy. Just absolutely crazy. Well, let's continue on with our discussion. House of Cards season six. First, spoiler free then diving into some spoilers. I'm asking a very real question about her ability to Are leave. Are even capable of defining her? I think she might be the worst thing that has ever happened to this country. This slate of yours, it will set us back a generation. They will completely- Support me and what I stand for. And what is that? The American oligarchs out there they are coming for us. As a patriot who loves his country, we can do so much better. They are trying to strip me of my constitutional power as your commander in chief. You are daring them. You've turned it into a spectacle and now they will not stop. I hear they have you on a short leash. We've been entwined, you and I. That is from the trailer for House of Cards season six. Tim and I have had a chance to check out the whole season. Frankie, you haven't seen it since season two, right? Yeah, a few episodes into season two, and then I stopped watching. Um, so why uh, did you stop watching? Why did I stop watching? Spoiler free? I don't know if I can tell you that. Can I tell you? Okay. <laughs> Spoiler right. season okay. one. Um, it's just, I, I couldn't get into it. I was just kind of like, um, you know what's funny? I Someone said it once, but sometimes... Um, someone was i was reading a review or um an interview about designated survivor that came out recently and yeah. it got canceled and people were saved saying one netflix. of the what did you say saved by netflix i think oh was it really wasn't it i, I think know. So. i know it's on netflix now i didn't know if it was saved by netflix but yeah but yeah a lot of people were saying that it was just too close to reality that like i didn't it kind of doesn't you can't escape from reality so it's when it was coming out, I was kind of just feeling like there was just so much politics on TV, on Facebook, on everything else. And I was, I don't really want to sit and watch another TV show about crooked politicians and just wasn't feeling it. So, and there was another big reason too, but sure. That was yeah. one of the reasons. <laughs> well, we can talk more about it in spoilers. Um, Tim. Yeah. You had kept up with house of cards. Uh, what did you think of season six? I think it was not a good <laughs> final season. <laughs> um, trying to think of, well, maybe it's all, maybe all my thoughts are, are spoilerless, but uh, it, you know, as far as the season goes, obviously there was a big shakeup. They, they fired uh, Kevin Spacey, but decided to push on with another season. And do a final spoiler. season. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes, major spoiler. Yeah, major. Um, and so in doing that, for the most part, they just kind of like 
at least at the very beginning of the season, they just kind of brush over that. Like it's, yeah. it's kind of like in passing in conversations. It's like, oh yeah, she's the president now. And then, do they explain that well enough? As far as like well, how the wife of the president became get, the president? Well, she, she was well, well yeah. So that's a spo- <laughs> yes. that's a spoiler for season whatever. Yeah, she was Four the five, vice yeah. president. Oh, she was um, the vice president. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, it it was just kind of this mess, I think, where they could have had some really good mystery box action, as J.J. Abrams would put it. Yeah. Uh, and kind of explore the the mystery more, and it kind of they did and they didn't. Yes, like, that's it, yeah. They they yeah they kept they, it very vague and didn't really build the suspense around that. Yeah, there wasn't that wasn't like an actionable point of the plot, which I think it, it like until maybe the end, <laughs> maybe. Right. And it was just kind and it was just kind was just of weird. a point. Yeah. But at the same time, it also makes sense because you literally can't film or shoot any scenes with Kevin Spacey or even Kevin Spacey's voice. You know, like you literally would be getting in hot water if you do anything, even showing the resemblance of Kevin Spacey as Frank Underwood, because then you're now having to pay Kevin Spacey and that would get you so much negative PR. Yeah, yeah. So they they were in a mess, and I, but I think that they, I think they scrambled. That's what I'll say. I think overall, I think they scrambled to get out of that kind of situation to to go forward with some of the elements. I'm sure that they were planning from the beginning. Yeah. Um, because it, I think that. Yeah. Oh God. No, I was gonna say just some of the big plot. Uh, you know the big crazy plot points ended up. I mean, I feel like those were things that were carried over from maybe an ideas that they were going to do with right. Frank as the president that didn't happen. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I tend to agree with you. I will say, I thought that they handled the whole Kevin Spacey not being part of the production part well like 95% of the time and like unfortunately that 5% is like some of the most important 5% right (laughs) you know like it's not it's not weighted equally but like the majority of the time because his presence is still felt the whole season yeah yeah he may not be referenced he may he is mentioned when he is referenced but like his presence, the character's presence is felt the whole time without showing him ever. Um, a lot of the uh, the trailers ahead of time helped really address some of that stuff. They showed like one of the trailers had, um, uh, I can't remember her name from Princess Bride. She's now the main character. Why can't I remember her name? Shoot. Robin. Yeah. What is her name? Robin. Robin Wright. Robin Wright. That's it. I was trying to remember her last name. I should have uh, started naming. I was going to start naming other characters from the right. Princess Bride. I was actually going to start naming like actual characters from the Princess Bride. <laughs> uh, Robin Wright is like by his graveside. And so like they address that he's gone ahead of time. But then that scene's never actually shown in 
right uh, the season and so things like that like were handled really well but i feel like if you loved house of cards season four and five you'll love this because it's more of the same i didn't love those seasons yeah but I stuck with it because I was intrigued. I, I specifically caught up because I was intrigued to see how they would handle continuing production without their lead character. Right. So, you know, if you loved that show and you love that tone, it's worth keeping up with. If not, you can probably skip it. Yeah. Well, with that, should we go into some spoilers? Hopefully this works. I do feel right. like we wasted the good music on the spoiler section that we barely ever do. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll we'll see. Oh, we're we'll see. We making an appearance as the fourth member of the podcast this week. Way cuter and way more useful than the other one. <laughs> Maybe we'll repurpose that music, Tim, to, to something <laughs> else. Frankie, do you uh, want us to spoil this for you, or do you want to stick around for it? Are you yeah, ready, Frankie? It's never going to happen. I'm never going to watch it. So Good. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, Here's I a spoiler will... question. Wait, does Kate Mara come back? She does not. She's then a I don't ghost. Ben, I'd watch it for that. We agreed to this ahead of time. <laughs> Sorry, Frankie. Ben misspoke. I, I forgot about that scene. <laughs> Sue Storm or bust for me, okay? <laughs> uh, so you specifically did not like the fact that they killed her off? No. Horrible. Horrible. See, I thought that that was such like a brave move to get rid of one of your best characters, best I, and leading characters. I get it. It was a great move. I don't disagree with it. I think it's awesome when shows do things like that where you don't see stuff coming because I didn't see that coming. You know right. what I mean? And after that, you kind of start to see deaths coming because you're like, mm. oh, okay, like they can kill. Like, oh, they are going to. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna yeah they can. they're going to go there. Like oh, this yeah. one senator, like, yeah, you're probably going to get him drunk and make him kill himself. Like, <laughs> I get it, but it was just so shocking when it first happened, and um, she was my favorite character on the show, so I was just oh, like... Oh, she was equal... The show was equally about her as it was Kevin Spacey in right. the first season. Like, she was fantastic. Which makes yeah. me feel like that's why she was killed off, because Kevin Spacey didn't want her on the show. Well, no, apparently that was, <laughs> like, Kate, uh, Katie Mara said, uh, like, she knew right from the beginning of production that her character would die quickly. Um, wow. and apparently it's a very similar situation for House of Cards, the British version. Oh, so the British version only has like two seasons. Three, yeah, I think two probably. or three seasons. Was probably enough. Like Sorry, series. They call them series there. <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't watch after that. I, I tried. I did try getting into it a little bit. And then I heard a spoiler about like the barbecue shop. Oh, yeah. You get, like, do they like, burn it down or kill the guy or something like that? I forget what it is. I forget um, where like the where he gets his ribs where he gets his ribs at all the time and he brings yeah. everyone there. Yeah, and like that was like my second favorite character, and I was like, forget this, I'm done with this stupid. Like I'm out. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of deaths. Uh, I think Ben, what you were saying though is like, if people didn't really appreciate season four and five, then there's nothing to see here. There's not. Um. 
the one thing I had talked to you guys about before was like the main the main reason I wanted to see what was happening is I just wanted to find out like how is this guy going to come to an end? How right. is he going to get his comeuppance? <laughs> yep. Because th- to me that's like the driving thing of the show is like when's he finally going to get caught in right. too many lies or when's he finally going to get steamrolled uh by I don't know by somebody and uh when's the recording on the tour and bus so- come out? So let's specifically talk about the ending, right? Because right. that was so the the season got to me got a little bit more bizarre the further it went. Did they explain yeah. how he died? No. Uh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> no. Uh. We'll, we'll spoil it for Frankie too. So the the very last. The last episode starts to build and tensions start going. Uh, tension starts building. Things are happening. Geopolitical things between, uh, I believe, Russia and the United yeah. States. Oh, and, and there's like everything. a time jump in the near the end of the season. For is some... there? Yeah, because she yeah. was like not pregnant at all, almost, and then uh, all of a sudden she was. Yes, she was that's pregnant? right. Yes. Isn't she like sixty? Some yeah, she gets pregnant with Kevin Spacey's child, with Frank Underwood's child. Through the magic of the or this great union. But like, but like I'm okay with all that, right? Like I'm buying into all of that. I'm like, okay. The the tensions are building, like pretty much the US she, and Russia are on the verge. Guessing, right? She getting there. Russia and US are on the verge of like nuking each other to death. And oh, yeah. she even has people in her staff that are like, I will have no part in this. And she's like, we're going to do this. Get ready. Yeah. Like she literally removes everybody from the White House because she's afraid of everyone and thinks that there are people that are out to get her because there are people out to get her. Yes. And the season ends with her and Doug Stamper in this deep monologue where he confesses and that he killed Frank Underwood because he was going to kill Claire. And then Claire proceeds to kill Doug. For, and that is how the season series. That's literally how, that's how the series. <laughs> Not with like the destruction of her or the world or. Nope. Right. She's and, just and, like a little bit bleeding and she stabbed him and lets him die. To me, I wanted one more scene where there's something like that, Frankie, where or and Tim, like you were saying, where you're finally seeing where the police everything come to a head and <laughs> SWAT or, team or the nukes start dropping, uh, you know, yeah, or, or whatever, because literally the world <laughs> in this in this show has gotten to that point, And instead, it's just Claire pregnant killing Doug and it just felt like it felt like it was a scene too short or like a half an episode too short like was she pregnant or not pregnant yeah she was pregnant she was very pregnant it wasn't a phantom yeah no oh, but though you said it jumped ahead and she wasn't pregnant no 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 no, it, no. the other she wasn't way. pregnant and then it jumped ahead and she was very pregnant there was kind of a t- yeah there was like a time jump for yeah. whatever reason so I um, mean I 
I wouldn't tell anybody to go watch this season. Nope. I mean, the acting's <laughs> great. The production is just as good as ever. It's a good video angel, but use vid angel children. It it's just you don't <laughs> not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Vid angel, know. clean your Tim, eyeballs. Tim, did you have anything that you like wanted to add? Like there's just nothing, there's <sighs> nothing here. It just ends like and you're just kind of like, yeah. It's very okay. anticlimactic to a season that I was already just didn't know what they were going to do with it and was already kind of getting disappointed by the further it went on. And like the season doesn't even build until like 10 minutes into the eighth episode, the very last episode, like then tension starts building and you're like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Hear me out. Then it doesn't go anywhere. Hear me out. Ending scene, right? This is how they could have did it. It was so much better. Okay. She's sitting in the Oval Office. All right. She's sitting in her chair. And then I don't know what's going on, but everything's world's nuclear war is about to happen. Out the window. Stressed out, going crazy. And then the lights go out and the lights come on. And sitting in front of her desk is Kate Mara. And she goes, I'm the one who killed Frank. Before anything else happens, she kills Claire. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And I mean, that the ghost show. protocol. I don't even need an explanation <laughs> on like how she's still alive, anything like that. Just boom. There she is. Dead, dead. Good to go. That <laughs> would have been a better ending than the yeah. ending that we got. Netflix, call me. <laughs> Netflix, you have our number. If not, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what your favorite Stan Lee cameo was or what you thought of House of Cards season six. Frankie, where can people connect with us? On Twitter at Three Critics Pod. Go on the Facebook, hit the like button. You get all of our updates. You can hang out with our community. Facebook.com slash Incredible Critics. Don't forget to go into iTunes, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and a comment. It helps us get out to more and more people. Appreciate it. And we're also on Instagram. I'm doing oh, this for Tuna. <laughs> Uh, There's like a photo of him on the Instagram. Yeah, it's just all photos of him. All selfies of Tuna. Oh, until next week with our Black Friday episode. We are the incredible... (laughs) Messed up the time there a little. That's okay. are the incredible critics. (laughs) Incredible fans. I can all write it and we'll do it live. We're doing it live. Okay. All right. Incredible fans. That's what we'll do. Incredible fans. That so, Andrew had where to go today? Church. Church. All right, but hear me out. But hear me out. The lights go out. The lights come on. <laughs> Rooney Mara. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on. Is at the church. She unplugs the soundboard. It lights on fire. End scene. <laughs>